On this week's episode of Bungalow in the Bus, we're hanging out in John's kitchen. <laughs> Why are there crumbs everywhere? Welcome to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bungalower, Brendan O'Connor. And I am the pillow on your bed, John Buckley. <laughs> Switching things up this week. That's you're right. Here on, <laughs> on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including College Park. Where we kind of are tonight, we're, we're sort of doing a little bit on Zoom right now. <laughs> yeah, we had a little audio difficulty. Uh, you might hear it a little bit in the second part of tonight's episode. We apologize, but for now, we're scrambling to get ready for radio. So, yeah, and so, so I'm in College Park. You're in Mills 50. We're doing this in the future on Zoom, like yeah. how uh, the 21st century would do a podcast. So that's how we're doing it. I hope we don't get used to this. This is really easy. I, I'm not even wearing pants. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your week, John? It was good. I I, uh, I went alligator hunting. Well, you were hunting for alligator hunters. No, I, I really didn't go on an alligator hunt. I, uh, I work with the Orange County Sheriff's Office and... There's deputies who go out patrolling the St. John's River during the alligator hunt, and I tagged along with them, and uh, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting night on the river. Well, <laughs> I heard you. Someone got stuck in mud, and you were preparing to jump in the water in case there were guns. Well, like uh, before you do these things with people that work in law enforcement, they sort of give you like worst case scenario of everything like if somebody starts shooting at us you know it's every person for themselves you know we'll do our best to protect you but you know that's kind of how it works sometimes or you know if this boat flips over and you got to get out you better scramble to get out because you know we're, we might not come rescue you right away we got to worry about ourselves first so uh I but, but able to relax at all i would just be thinking how am i gonna get out of here I, yeah you have a knife in case you had to fight a gator no, no, none of that. So or like that, a Randy Anity or something? Like, every, everything went fine. Everything was good. We were out patrolling, making sure people who were hunting alligators, because it is alligator season right now, uh, they were doing it the proper way. They had all the proper gear. So uh, it was an interesting night. So that, that was kind of my, my week. I also went to the dentist. I saw my buddy, uh, the Dapper Dentist. And, uh, our, and I've said it before, Dr. David at Dapper Dental. He's my favorite, not just because he's, our official dentist, but because he has tiny hands, they fit in my little mouth. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Plus, they he's, he's good at hugging you, I think, too. Yeah, too. I like that in a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just climbs right on top of you when, you, when Woo! you're checking your teeth. You get a little bit more suggestive when you're laying in bed talking to me, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh laying my in my extra bedroom. I like your little embroidered pillow. I had a busy yeah, well, yeah, my aunt made that, actually. You can't see it on the radio right now, but you know we're we're talking to each other on Zoom. It's not as sexy, you know. No. Now that I know your aunt made it. Yeah, uh, we've been working on a super secret book project that we can't talk yeah. too much about, but I'm nope. excited to be able to tell people about it soon. Yeah. When do you think we can tell people about it? After Christmas. Oh, that's so long. I can't yeah. keep secrets. Keep keep secrets. Okay, I'll try not to talk about it too much then. All right. Uh, and then I was just asked to sit on the uh, grant panel for operating grants panel for United Arts. So we're going to be. Thought you were, I thought you were already on that panel. 
it's it's supposed to be a one-time thing but i've done it i want to say two or three times uh all right are they like get brendan to do it again <laughs> i think they're like nobody else wants to do this that's what i was saying like, let's just get that home yeah. don't do anything <laughs> there's just call mo for like real work I and mean, then it's just call <laughs> brendan for work that nobody else wants yeah. <laughs> uh operating grants they 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 hand out most of the money for a lot of local arts groups like they really depend on those grants and i'm sure yeah. Uh, this year will be no different because they didn't really get any ticket money, a lot of them. Uh, and so it'll be actually, I'm really kind of nerdy interested to see how some of them pivoted. Like I, on the marketing side, can see some things in news sites, write about some of them who are being very creative. But I'm also interested in looking at the organizations that that really didn't pivot. Like what do their financials look like? And so I'll I'm, I'm not supposed to talk about it when we get into it, but I'm sure I'll, you know, sneak out some secrets to people okay. later on. So give us a month or two before we can get that information. Uh, Advent Health just went to yellow status, which is great. That That is good because they were at black, which I didn't even know was a, a, a thing. <laughs> right. You think it like ends at red alert. Yeah. They're like, all right, what, what other colors we got? <laughs> just, just black. At that point, you're just like, I mean, I'm sure they didn't say yeah. brown because it hit the fan. Uh, yeah. It's like, like the void of space is like the worst color, I guess. Yeah. I actually need to talk to my brother because he works in the marketing department. And when they were in black status, he got shuffled around. I think we talked about that on a couple episodes ago and he was huh. put into a call center Cause, cause it was all hands on deck. They needed all these like non-essential uh, hospital workers just, you know, crank it through making sure that everybody was helping with this COVID-19 stuff. All right. So yellow sounds, that's like close to green, right? Yeah. Almost right. Like what's that yeah. in the spectrum? It's just, I, I feel like it's always at yellow, right? Always a little bit of alert. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know what they're. No, no, I wouldn't think so. I think they're just always green, green for money. Get it in there. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yellow. We're excited. The the they only have like a thousand. It still seems like a lot. Like eleven hundred. It does seem patients. like a lot. There's eleven hundred uh, positive Co- COVID patients. COVID that's, patients. That's, right now. that's why. But there's less than there was a few weeks ago. But August was a bad month for Orange County. Worst month yet. They're saying, despite that number coming out, I actually just saw something come through this afternoon. Um, there's, they're expecting there'll just be waves. It's just going to continue to have waves of hospitalizations. It's not something yeah. that's, like we're not in the clear now. It's just going to keep happening. This is the new normal. It's like there will be an event and someone will get everybody sick and they'll just, you know, two weeks later, they'll get a bunch of hospitalizations. Maybe, maybe wear a mask and get vaccinated. Might help a little bit. Yeah. Could help a little bit. eh? Like we have a few friends that have done that or people with their kids, you know, they're vaccinated, but their kids are getting it uh, because they, they're not, they're under that age. They're not allowed to get it yet. It's just interesting to see. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, a man, this isn't in our coverage area, but I think it's hilarious. This man was tasered for twerking in the rain did you see this story i i didn't see it. i still haven't watched the video there's a little more to it though it wasn't like he was just in the rain twerking he was doing a few He's minding his own too. business twerking yeah. and a cop came along you know little more police that. officers <laughs> a little, little more happened than that yeah 57 year old richard wolf was trying to get around some backed up traffic over in crystal river and he uh-huh and he hopped like the median like the grass yeah. and he was just trying to get around and the police officers were there trying to control traffic and pulled him sounds over. sounds like an entitled uh middle-aged white man 
yeah, I'm not going to argue. I think that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And then his reaction, which is very middle-aged white man, <laughs> was to get out and start thrusting his pelvis like like angrily, like this was uh, an aggressive pelvic thrust. At like, what officers. are you going to do about it, copper? Yeah, suck it. You know, like, uh, a, like <laughs> what is that? That's a wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he turned around and started twerking, like pouring rain. This guy was driving by, was like, what is this? And he busted out his phone and recorded the whole thing that uh, Richard Wolf pulls a, a knife out of his belt and throws it in the grass and was like, what are you going to do? This isn't that serious. You're like, what are you going to do about it? Uh, and, uh, this other cop just, you know, walked with a purpose right up to him and, and just took him out. Yeah, he, he, he did something. Yeah, Orlando Weekly has the video up on your on their website. Uh, I'll need to out. check that out. Yeah, but like, if you're going to get tasered for something, I guess, twerking. I guess. Twerking in the rain is a good reason. <laughs> I I guess. I assume they arrested him for something. Oh, like resisting an officer. All right. Probably. All right. Uh, Orange County tax collections have hit a record high this, really? month, this month. Uh, yeah, it's, which is crazy. So these are the tourist tax dollars. So people who are staying in hotels, there's a portion uh, of each hotel fee that goes into this pot. And then that's supposed to be respent on initiatives that, uh, I don't know, that drive more tourism, right? It's, I mean, they're doing better than last year, I would assume. Uh, they are. I, I believe it's up 376%. All right. That's um, going to be a hard thing to beat next year. <laughs> like, I'm glad I'm not on their management team. Like, well, last year you guys improved by 300%. Now you only improved by three percent it's the busiest july they've ever had because that's that, crazy it, to me it is like and it doesn't feel like it i guess everybody's driving because i mean i'm i don't work in the tourist industry so i don't really know if it's busier or not i mean maybe there's just people that are like you know what i can't go to this state or this state or this yeah. state florida's open Let's florida's just go to florida. wide open. are the police officers busier uh no i mean i i don't know off the top of my head i have no nope. idea Talk to your people. Well, they must I not be if you're out hunting gator hunters, right? Like you're not. No, I mean, they, they still, we still have an agricultural unit. That's why I was out there with. Them. Oh, it's with the agriculture duck. Yeah, police. I'm with the ag unit. Yeah, we we call them duck police up in Canada. Oh, okay. Oh, they deal with a lot of animal cruelty here, but uh. <laughs> oh, like like dog chains and stuff. Um, a little bit, but they also do a lot of like livestock stuff too like horses that maybe aren't getting fed or cows that are being abused or maybe just not being taken care of yeah that's they a big a thing in stuff. orange county yeah yeah oh well fighting the good fight <laughs> you tell tell the handsome ones that i thank them i will <laughs> what do i tell the ugly ones <laughs> tell them to leave me alone okay <laughs> no never mind <laughs> but it's busy it's busy. we them. got more we got more tourists here uh Lil Nas X this is a random random story but Lil Nas X the uh out queer black rapper um is is making news again and this time it's kind of local news he uh, is, is he coming to town <laughs> no, no. no but he gave a shout out to a local organization which is cool okay I love that uh he is giving birth I guess I should, they're, he's gender non-conforming, but I guess he doesn't care what his pronouns are. So I'm just going to keep saying he. I got. I don't. I only understood like four words that you said there. 
Really? Yeah. There's bit. people who just don't identify as a okay. man, you know, so they're, right. or, or a woman, and they're like in between. They say gender non-conforming, and then so okay. in those instances, you they, you switch your pronouns to they them or something, right? Yeah. And All right. I've heard. I've I've seen that. Yeah. And I tried to do that on Instagram, and, and people on the left side were like. Lil Nas does not identify as they, them. And I was like, I've read interviews where oh, it's just crazy. People. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You don't need to get into it. Anyway, Lil Nas. But he's having a, a, a baby, non-baby, right? Yeah, he's, he said he's giving birth to his record. And I guess he's kind of rolling with that idea. And he's doing a lot of photos for social media where he's wearing like this fake pregnancy belly and doing uh-huh. beautiful photo shoots. Is he wearing a belly or is he just like pushing his stomach out? Like, hey, uh, like it's pretty pronounced. I would. All right. He's pretty like just lean. I, I don't That's think he's have anything to stick out. Right. That's true. Unless he ate a huge sub. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big or like a whole baby. turkey or something. Oh, there. Yeah. He's a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, so he's rolling with it. And I just thought that was cute. And then some, I guess he was like, well, let's do a, a baby registry. And instead of asking for presents, we'll give donations to local nonprofits. They're, Which is a, I think that's a great idea. I do too. And he chose, especially if you come. have the platform, you got millions of followers. I mean, even if the local organization, and I assume it's not just Orlando, there's others across the country, across the country. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, even if they got, $10,000. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably get more, but even if they got anything, it's a, it's a bonus. He, he, they, I don't know. He, uh, <laughs> uh, like 200 million Instagram followers or something. Oh yeah. That's just yeah. like one platform. And then who, so who knows what, how much they could raise for this small nonprofit in the local nonprofits called bros and convo. And I'll read there. It's a black led queer led organization that promotes and provides health equity to black, gay, bisexual, queer, and same gender loving men. All right. And they that's have a, that's new- a, I, I would like to see that Venn diagram. <laughs> so very specific, but I'm sure I'm sure those folks maybe need it because maybe they are ignored or they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most so of it is that like if you're on the down low, right? That's uh-huh. people who don't who are having sex with usually men having sex with other men without identifying as gay. Right. So like, I'm not gay because I don't do all that gay stuff. I just I just touch penises sometimes. OK. With, with my face. Then okay. that, then they're like, I'm not gay, though. It just kind of happens. That happens all the time. There's so many people like that. Then they aren't they're not telling their doctor about the stuff that they're doing. You know, uh, there's some health stigma things that happen with people like that when you're in the closet because you, okay. you just and you will never get treated for those things until they can become really serious. Ah. So, so that's part of it, but that's. Just I'm like, learning. I'm learning so much right now. I don't. We don't need to make it so gay every time I talk. <laughs> other stuff. Talk Good about. luck on that. <laughs> you hang out with me long enough, you know. <laughs> you start questioning where you fall on that diagram. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> our buddy, our buddy Fias Kara just released his uh, hottest restaurants in Orlando list for Miami Eater. All right. And and Fayez, more people probably know him as the food critic for Orlando Weekly, just writing for them. Fantastic uh, food critic. Lots of big words Fayez likes to use <laughs> in his uh, 
his his critiques, which is good, which is he great. Does. We need that elevated. His podcast is so funny about Canadian stuff. I too. haven't heard the Bag of Milk podcast yet. You haven't I haven't heard to. it. Uh uh-uh. I was on it. Oh, now now I'll listen to your episode. All right, you should. It's a good one. I think I talked about you a couple times too. All right, how come I haven't been on it yet? I I guess you're not Canadian, so maybe I lived in Michigan, close enough. No, (laughs) basically Canada. It's you know what you say that when you're here, right? But Uh, when you're in Canada, we could smell Michiganders like a well. We could smell Windsor from wherever too. (laughs) Yo, well, Windsor stinks. Yeah, you could tell. Who the Michiganders were when they came across the border into Canada because they always had really nice, clean haircuts. Okay. Things like dang, you know, like they were just, yes. And and tapered jeans. I just remember, like, we always knew when the Michiganders were in the bar that I was serving at. Oh, that sounds cool. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's like a bunch of cool dudes from Michigan. All the people in Ontario, we all had, you know, overgrown hair and looked like a bunch of hit like a bunch of hippies yeah hunting schlubs you know <laughs> uh Fayez released his list if you want to see some of these restaurants they're the hottest things going right now they include names like bombay street kitchen on obt which i went to and loved um brother jimmy barbecue and dr phillips have you heard of them i have not i don't get over to dr phillips very often uh i don't either but we went to that H H restaurant not too long ago. Yeah, was like it a, good? It was beautiful. There were was it hot? Like, was it one of the hottest? <laughs> no, because the no. steaks are like this. Your car payment. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> put gold on it. There's like gold covered steaks. That's and then a little they, much. I feel it's like. too much. And then and when we were there, John, everybody wants everybody to know that they're rich. So they were all ordering it. So like four tables around us ordered the gold covered steak and they prepare it there at your table. It's you just eat, you just eat gold. Yeah. Which I don't like. That seems like it'd be bad for you. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe going in one way is okay, but it doesn't seem like it'd be good coming out the other. And what if it doesn't come out and then you're in yeah. the essence are just, and then you got to go gold. through a metal detector and they're like, how can we keep getting metal on you? And you're like, well, there's gold in my intestines. Oh my gosh. Post-apocalypse. There's going to be people, people going around to our graves with their little metal detectors digging <laughs> gold out of our coffins because we <laughs> pooped it out. Uh, Fayez also wrote a great story about the state of the food industry. Okay. You haven't read that yet, right? I haven't read the whole thing. I got the inside scoop because Fayez and I play hockey and he sort of talked about it after our game the other night. So was he bragging? No, he was just sort of explaining kind of what it's about and how the industry's changing and some people are old school and there needs some different blood in there and it's a change, you know, it's, it's a really good, like, like snap of the moment. Like what's happening right now in the food industry. And there are people, the restaurant is so archaic the way that it's yeah. set well, long hours. Like it's tough. Your mental health working in food industry, it takes a toll. And there's this mantra like nobody wants to work. Well, well, nobody wants to work at restaurants right now because I, I said this the first thing Fias when he was explaining the story. I said, "Have you ever worked in a restaurant?" I don't know what he said, but I said, "Working at a restaurant sucks. Like it usually sucks. <laughs> like I mean, you work long hours. I mean, you yeah. don't get paid that well unless you're like an awesome server at a nice restaurant or a bartender or even the yeah. owner or chef. 
but there's all these other people that don't make a ton of money and it's not something that most people want to do for a career and it's, so it's just kind of a crummy job most of the time most of the time but then there's people who own the restaurants right and, and they have to yeah. do oh it's just crazy the, the yeah. time suck and then it's just a, I just thought it was a wonderful snip, snippet. Uh, he interviews what John Colloway from Black Rooster, Elliot Hillis from uh, Orlando Meats, Jason and Su Chin from Good Salt Group. I, I just, yeah, yeah, wonderful write up. We'll have it in our top ten things for sure if people want to read it there. Just hop on over to Orlando Weekly. Cool. I was a little jealous I didn't write it myself, but those things take time. Yeah, it does take a long time. It's like 2,500 words. And I think he told me that it was actually 6,000. He had to cut it down. Wow. Yeah. Because he was asking me for referrals to people who used to serve and then were not serving. And I didn't see anything like that in the in the piece. So I wonder, he should just yeah. send that to Vice or something. But yeah. Uh, Lazy Moon is expanding to Maitland. You're a big fan? You're a big fan of Lazy Moon, Brendan? <laughs> no. No, when we've talked no? about this before, why are you putting me on the spot? I it's okay. It's I yeah. like that it's big, you know, because I'm a size queen, but I, <laughs> I <laughs> but like it's not my favorite. So Lazy Dude. Moon, if you don't know, they make giant pizzas and they have a location. They started at UCF area, opened one in Mills 50 off of Colonial there, and they're known for their huge pizzas, and but they're also known because they stay up. Or they stay open really late, which is great at stay one up in the morning. Pizza, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and they have they have really cheap beer there. That's the best thing I think about Lee's Moon. They have PBRs for like a dollar. Well, it's and it's very university student friendly, right? And that's the whole point. Uh-huh. Play cheap beer. Ooh, excuse me, a burp. Um, cheap beer and and big old pizzas that are like the size of, like a slice that's the size of your torso. You couldn't fit a big pizza. You couldn't fit a Lazy Moon pizza in a Mazda Miata. No, no or a smart car. You, you, you're not, no, you have to put it on the top America. and strap it yeah. to the <laughs> top of it. Well, that's actually something I want to see, though. Uh, <laughs> they're they're going to be opening in the a former Einstein bagels, apparently. They're, they're still signing the lease, though. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah it's in Maitland. Like, kind of, there's like a shopping center there. It's not too far from Luke's and the Outpost. and But there was a pizza place right there. That Medici pizza was nearby, but they didn't make it. They closed. And that's, it's a, that's a tough location. Maitland's still kind of building. They're still building high-rise apartments there to try to get like more people to support all those restaurants that they're opening. And I think they'll do all right though. I mean, I, I think they'll do fine there. There's a good parking lot there and people drive by. They, they get a lot of traffic right there. They, they park. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the second segment. I remember that story, right. but parking. is such a big thing. Uh, they win. Lazy moon wins best pizza all the time in, in local roundups. Yeah. It's, so it's not, as you said, it's not maybe my favorite place in Central Florida, but I yeah. appreciate that they're open. Uh, you know what? We got to go to break and uh, thank right. you for in, guys. All right. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. The Lost Leonardo is in its final week at the theater, sharing the inside story behind the Salvatore Mundi, the most expensive painting ever sold at a whopping $450 million, and it might not even be painted by Da Vinci. Say what? Upcoming to-dos include Alfred Hitchcock's Saboteur, 
Cat Video Fest on Sunday at noon. Literally all cat internet videos. Jack Blank the Movie on Tuesday. And The Eyes of Tammy Faye on September 17th. Looking into the life of televangelist Tammy Faye Baker. Go to org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, 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 movies. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. It's National Library Card Sign-Up Month. If you don't have your card yet, what are you waiting for? Sign up online at OCLS.info slash get your card. It's easy, it's fast, and it's free. What does it take to put together an anthology? Find out from Laurel Gilbaldi and Eric Smith, editors of the new anthology Battle of the Bands in a virtual Meet the Authors on September 16th. Yoga is on September 13th. Tap into the strength, balance, flexibility, and relaxation that your body can provide you. This energizing class is intended for all levels. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, John? I- I'm good because I haven't slipped and fallen at a grocery store, but I know people who have. Okay. And we don't talk about this a lot because you do a lot of car accident stuff, but you do yeah. slip and fall stuff, too. Yeah, I mean, we do really any kind of injury, basically, where someone wasn't, you know, it wasn't their fault. So what happens? I mean, who, what happens if I slip and fall at a grocery store? Or any store. Well, it depends. I mean, it depends, you know, were they at fault for whatever you slipped and fell in? But I mean, there's a general rule. Anytime you're injured on someone else's property or at a store or anything like that, you know, number one, you want to alert the store and have the manager do an incident report. Typically, any store, they're going to do an incident report right there. And then, of course, you want to take pictures of the area around you. You know, take pictures of what you slipped on, what you fell on. And finally, um, go get medical treatment. And, you know, it may not be in those orders, obviously, but... You know, the whole issue with slip and fall cases is, you know, one, should the store owner, do they know that it was there or should they have known? Did they not take proper precautions to to clean up whatever the substance was or, or whatever the, the the thing on the floor was that you tripped on or fell on? Banana peels. Uh, banana peels. Very, very <laughs> dangerous. Um, but then, of course, you want to you want to be able to document that. So that's a lot of times in slip and fall cases. It really comes down to what the video shows. All right. Well. Be careful while you're walking, but if you do fall, just call Mo. There you go. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm still living with the trauma of my uncle throwing my father into a ravine where he was trampled by wildebeests. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. I'll start calling you Simba. Yeah, Simba. <laughs> Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we're talking about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. If you want to hear more about what we're talking about, just go over to Bungalore.com and use that search bar. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. Okay, good. I good. think. Okay. <laughs> the amount of people that like text us or Instagram us, like, how do I find out more information and don't see our search bar makes me think it doesn't work. Though. All right. I'll try it. I'll I try it. it. But I go to go to Instagram, go to Facebook, follow Brungalore there. 
You'll get all the updates. Yeah, or follow John Busdicker at sure. John Busdicker on all the things. You can follow me at Beekeeps. I just started doing a whole uh, movie review breakdown series called VHS Downloads. Nice. Which I think is really funny. I like it. Do you like it? I do. Thank you. Yeah, the last yeah. one was about the last unicorn. You're going to go to the thrift store and get some, some VHS tapes? Just an excuse to buy oh. some VHS tapes. All right, tapes. watch out. You might get some that are recorded over. I hope so. You never know. I actually got some uh, mixed tapes, cassette tapes the other day, and I love that kind of stuff. You should. You should go to the thrift store and get like blank tapes and see what's on them and review that, like weird home <laughs> movies and stuff. That'd be hilarious. I'm into it. If I find something weird like that, I'm bringing it home. Okay. And actually, I, there were a couple of weird VHSs that I got. And, um, Duckies, Dixies, the vintage place over in Oviedo Mall. Oh, I haven't been up there. It's really cool. I would actually, I think it's probably one of the best vintage shops I've been to in oh, a long time. Nice. There, it's run by the people who do the, um, Penguin Point Productions costume thing. They also have like a theater in there. They're going to build another theater. Just cool. They're kind of taking over. They're the repurposing that mall. They've really done a, a good job trying to repurpose that one with different ideas and stores and yeah, shops. Yeah, there's open to stuff, you know, yep. and it's and you can feel it. There's an energy there that I haven't felt in a mall in a long time. Uh huh. And uh, I like it. It's actually a really pretty mall. Go check out Oviedo okay. Mall. Will do. Yeah, Brandon, I got to bring something up before we get too far. I okay. saw this online. What? I haven't talked talked to you about this at all. Uh, it was a it was a poll on the Tasty Chomps Facebook group. Okay, and in there's always By like our who buddy ha- Ricky Lee. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they're always like, who has the best chicken wings in town? Who has the best pizza? And then the comments are like, just use the search bar and look who did this <laughs> ten months ago. Anyway, but there was one that I thought was really interesting because I've never seen this as a poll or a best of or anything. It said which restaurant has the best parking lot in Orlando. Oh, I thought that was fascinating, oh, though. As a city planner, you yeah, know, I'm like, sure. as a planner, hearing that, and, and one that like hates parking lots, because half of our city is parking lots. It's true. Right. But sometimes, is that a little bit of a factor of like, all right, I don't feel like finding somewhere to park downtown. It is. For I'm people coming go. from the burbs, uh-huh. that's, they don't like going to places where you have to walk. Yes. Right? Like walk a block. Uh-huh. Which is funny, because you... We'll walk I will. the whole of downtown if it means you get a free parking spot. It's true. It's yeah. very true. But I'm also like, eh, you know, maybe tonight I don't feel like parallel parking my truck, which is a pain. Sure. And so I'm just going to go. to Park Avenue with your truck? No. I mean, I will. I'll just park somewhere off of Park Avenue. Okay. I can even try with that. But so 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 I got thinking, like, who is the best parking lot in town? And I have to give it up. I think to grills over here grills on, on OBT because they have, I think, the largest parking lot of any restaurant Massive. I can think of. I've never seen it completely full. But it's usually pretty busy. Pretty, yeah, it's yeah. busy. I don't think they need that much. Well, the, I'm sure based on how many you know spaces they have there, they have to have a certain number. There of, is. There's a formula for yeah. that, which I think is a bunk. Yeah, um, probably. Uh, no, I don't know. That's interesting. Mills 50 has a real parking issue. And uh-huh. we live there, so we see the effects of it. And it hasn't been as bad during the pandemic. There's not as many people yeah, dining on site. Yeah, because there's not a ton of street parking. And, like, I don't love parking on mills. No. Because I'm afraid somebody's going to veer off and hit my car. And the parking lots yeah. behind a lot of those restaurants are tight. Like, if you don't have well, a yeah, Honda Civic, it, it can be a little tough. And that's... Uh, 
I don't know. I think Grell's probably. Yeah. Is anyway, it was just a, it was just something I'd never really seen. So <laughs> was did that other, other people say Grell's? No, nobody had it on there, so I added it. <laughs> so I was like, I, I'd like to see if anybody voted for that one. Do you remember if any other? I think it had just started. Oh, okay. And so like the they were like I think seven bites was one. That's good. And I don't remember the other one. Not a la carte. No. 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 <laughs> like four spots. But if you. Since we're talking about them, if you're a bungalow or buddy key holder, that's our, our buy local program, you can get BOGO beer there for lunch, mm. right? Get drunk nice. and lunch and go back to work. Sounds good. Anyway. <laughs> so we talked about Dexter's new standard. Did Not, we talk about it? No, no. You you, you teased me oh, let's talk before about the it. break. Tough. This so we, we, we were just we, there. We've recorded two shows there, I believe. Right. Uh, right when they opened. This is off of um, like Lee Road and Orlando Avenue, uh-huh. whatever you want. 1792. Across from Whole Foods. And um, they the Rava Dodge development. Yeah. Yes. Right next to Orlando Meats. And uh-huh. like I said, we just did a show there like a month ago. Because they were doing like a Grateful Dead week. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're really, it's like. Uh, it was supposed to, on paper, it's like a higher end. New American is New what American that's restaurant. The, that's the term. Southern inspired New American, probably. Slash concert venue. Yes. And, a, and a nice, not just like, hey, you guys are playing in the corner over there and yeah, plug your amps like in, a like a real deal venue. And I gave them a shout out in the Orlando Weekly Best of. They asked me to do a page there. Okay. <laughs> and I gave them a shout out saying that they were just. F- for their innovative approach to the pandemic, but the people like they they were very safe with their staff through most of the pandemic. There was a shakeup halfway through, and then they were also doing really cool kits like a BLT kit. And we did a video with them on like how to use the stuff of the kit, and we worked with the chef. Right. Do I put? How do I do this? This is why I go to restaurants because I don't know how to make a BLT. But we should say the reason we're talking about it is because they are in the process of getting evicted. Yeah. Or or they got evicted. According to Fayez, Kara, they are being evicted. They owe money. Uh, There was a big staff walkout, I think, actually a couple of times for staff not getting paid and so they're they're closed right now we've reached out to the owner uh who's telling me everything is not what it seems is basically what the text said and i was like okay well how is it you know and we're supposed to have a call we just haven't had a call yet and that's the reason why i haven't written about it um especially with someone like nate who's just not great at he's the owner He's the owner. Uh, he's just not great at discussing things. He's not a communicator. So it's it's tough. And I, I feel like they might work it out. Uh, but at this point, there's so many factors. Like his staff's basically gone. And, and I think they their chef much money. has changed. The chef changed halfway through the pandemic. Actually, he... <laughs> I don't know if we could tell that story. But we <laughs> basically walked out of the job. And we saw him that week. Uh, one of our our pop up movies and having a great time. You okay, know? Well, he didn't have to work. He I guess the next work, day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was having such a great time that week and then decided not to go back. Um, it's tough and it's tough to see because they were doing so. Like they they were keeping they did concerts. They were one of the only places in the region that was doing live music all through the pandemic. And they were live streaming it too, which was it. really cool. So like you could go for a limited capacity inside when you were allowed. 
uh, according to CDC guidelines, but they were live streaming everything just to keep those bands working. And, and I loved that stuff. I loved what they were doing, but most of that team is no longer there anymore. So who knows? I hope they figure it out. I think it's a great idea. It's a cool concept to have like a real live music concert venue with, with good food, not just like burgers and yeah, it needed, you know, with the loss of the chef. And then I think it was the owner's brother who was in the kitchen. There was a little bit of a discombobulation. The staff there was always great. Uh, and I like the space. So I hope they figure it out. Whatever is happening again, we don't have the full story, uh, but we do know that they're just not open right now. All right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Lazy Moon is expanding to that area too. Maitland, more, north. I think it's farther north, ain't it? Yeah, it's, it's old, where it's Einstein Bagel, right? Yes. So it's no, it's closer to Luke's. It's closer to uh, the Outpost, kind of up that way. Third location for these guys now. Yeah, They're yeah blowing yeah. up. Uh huh. You make who do you make a pizza the size of someone's torso? Yeah, yeah. People little, love it. Are you a big fan of Lazy Moon? Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'll say I'll. I've only eaten at Lazy Moon. Uh, I've eaten there three, four, five times. Yeah. And I like it at like midnight or one. Yeah. It's not my favorite pizza in Central Florida, but I know people love it. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm more power to them. It's just not my favorite. It's not my favorite either. Yeah. But like I said, I've gone there several times and I do like their beer prices. I think their PBRs are like a dollar. Are great. I love yeah. the space. And there's a beautiful uh-huh. mural by that uh, wood artist. Um, and it's like you shine a black light on it. You can see all these other things in it. I can't remember <laughs> like your name. bed sheets. <laughs> or just my, just my body. Just <laughs> I didn't shower yet. Today. <laughs> but I, I do think some people, I mean, I know a guy, I used to work with him at the Orlando Sentinel and he went to UCF and that was their first location. Lazy Moon's first location is near UCF. And when he was in college, like he would go there all the time. And so like, I think he has like a nostalgic connection to the pizza and he was just you know it's so awesome and it's so good and then when i had it i was like oh i mean it's it's all right it's, it's pizza okay. i mean i like all pizza so I, once again i'm not trying to trash lazy who's your room. favorite pizza that's actually really difficult we've had this conversation in my household <laughs> uh here locally and i think you it, like tornatores i do like tornatores i don't think they have the best pizza either i think they're like pasta stuff is better than uh-huh. their pizza I think Del Dio is really good. Like for that. Oh, kind they're of on the pizza. buddy program. Yeah, yeah. For that kind of I, there's different kinds of pizza. I mean, the uh-huh. pizza, Bruno pizza. You so good. I love Perla's now Ziggy's. Yeah. Like, those so are good. good. Those are good. But Del Dio, it's a bit of a hike from my uh-huh. house. Like if I want a pizza to go all the way to the other side of town to grab one and come back. The Eola wine people. downtown. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like a flatbread, like it's a little drier, but it's really good, like crunchy crust, yeah. which you don't get a, more those, of a flatbread, I guess. That kind of pizza. Same with Perla's. I, I feel like, although not so much Perla's, like the flatbread stuff. I like it. But if I want pizza, if I'm uh-huh. craving pizza, I'm not going to go get a flatbread. I didn't pizza. like butter crust. No, I haven't been yet. Yeah. And, um, he, like and actually, he uh, Fias called them out as in the eater list. It's like one of the best places to go eat at. And I, hottest, hottest places, I think, oh, is what it says. That I think the sense. list is like what's hot in Orlando. Not necessarily the best, just what's hot. Well, now that makes more sense. Because uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I was like, how have I not heard of anything? Yeah. yeah. Pot. And I think you, wanna, you don't want to put the same stuff on there all the time. Anyway, you know, 
I'm, I'm happy for Lazy Moon. I mean, they're they're local. They're local folks. Local, that do it. nice guys. I actually think they're UCF grads. Uh-huh. Which, and which and, and they have connection. like interesting things that they put on their pizzas. And, and the, if you don't the know, chili pizza. Yeah. If you yeah. don't know, their slices are ginormous, and so you can get like a beer and a slice of pizza for like six bucks, and it's, it's huge. The size of a toddler. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And they have a little. Uh, what do you call the little sports thing that they have in there? The little bocce uh, ball. Bocce ball. Yeah, and the and the best one of the best things about Lazy Moon is that they are open late. Like you yeah. can get there at midnight one and get a good food and good parking. Yeah, and very good parking. <laughs> Add that to your list. <laughs> uh, La Sloppy Joe's. Do you ever go to Sloppy Joe's in Key West? I've never been to Key West. What? No, I haven't. So you know, Scotty has it either. I need to get down there. I I've been it. to Miami, but I know, you know, driving to Key West, I mean, I don't mind driving, but like you get to Miami and you're only halfway there and you're like, whoa, <laughs> I mean, it's a hike down there. Oh, it's like a day, uh-huh. right? Eight hours. Oh yeah. It's an eight hour drive yeah, from yeah. Orlando. Uh, Sloppy Joe's is this old school spot there. I guess Hemingway used to hang out there yes. famously. They're opening a location on Icon Park on oh, iDrive. Nice. I mean, I'm sure if Hemingway were alive, he'd hang out at Icon Park on iDrive. Their team is doing a great job recruiting they are. some big name people there. They are. I, 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 I got to give it up to those folks over there because they did a good job creating that destination for people that, you know, maybe I've been to Disney. Maybe I've been to Universal. I'm still here in Orlando. Like yeah. you can go there and do a bunch of stuff and it's all right there. Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips. It's true. And and going back to our little parking discussion, oh, tons they were smart enough to build a parking deck and not charge for it. Yeah. So now I can go there, I can park and I can hang out. And there's not a lot of places to park on I drive unless you're like staying somewhere or eating somewhere. If you're just somebody who wants to park and walk, oh, people go get, see things. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of places. But they're like, where are you going to walk around there? Well, there's places to walk. Like what? Like I, a putt putt course? Like no, I mean there's shops and yeah. there's some restaurants and they work with us. We're working with them. We're actually gonna add a bunch of iDrive restaurants to the buy local program. It'd be nice and, if they had a real, real great plan about iDrive to make it more walkable. Because I think people do park and go there's somewhere. There's a cool little tram thing that goes back and forth. Yeah. I'm just not sure enough people are like walking up and down. They go to somewhere, like they go it's to the outlets. Pretty. It can be, especially south. The Orange County oh, yeah. is nicer than the city of Orlando's <laughs> That's section. True. That's true. It looks yeah. like uh, uh, Niagara Falls a little bit. It's up like night to the water parks. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. But it's cute. They do some great things. I'm excited to see. I still haven't been to the Gordon Ramsay Fish and Chips place. You've been to Mangoes, right? Uh, yes. Mangoes is pretty awesome. I do like Mangoes. It's pretty fun. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. it in your 100 Things to Do? Uh, no, but maybe it should be. That's a good mm. point. We should we, we should think about that. All right. Maybe. All right. Yeah, if that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, light on the sugar is this? It's a bakery in Winter Park. Who does their PR? Because I read this story in eighteen places yeah. this week. It's Bento. Oh, the okay. Bento people. All right, and they have their finger in almost every new Asian thing that's open locally. All right, like they are funding cool local Asian concepts. Cool, and they like Mamak. Um, the new what is it called that took over the bluebird bake shop um i can't remember but it's the same owners then as as this light on the sugar where is this opening over by bento asian um the blaze pizza la fitness oh okay all right where kmart used to be a long time ago lee road in 1792 in that plaza okay and so i'm sure they just saw an opening they're like let's do another one who's in our rolodex of people we're working with pet peeves the reason i asked you, Brenda, I actually read this 
this story, I think, in the Orlando Sentinel. And this is a pet peeve with a lot of reporters and writers is they'll say, this is open at 500 North Orlando Avenue. And leave it at that. And I'm like, well, where is that? I, you know, I, you know, at least one or two cross streets. We've started um, – I'm not going to do the cross streets, but we do the, I think we're one of the only people that does like a, a Google map link. Which is nice. Yeah. Great. Here you go. Here's a Google map link. Uh-huh. You can click on it. But then we also are giving um, other locations, like other, like what's around it. That's great. No, that's yeah. a, that's a good other landmarks that are nearby. Thank you. That's, that's good. fantastic. Glad to hear My that. My other pet peeve is when, when something happens and it happens on not a major road and they're like, oh, it happened at 16, whatever, Knollwood Plaza. And they leave it at that. You're like, well, where the heck is that at? Like, give yeah, me some like, road. It's a little lazy. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, go check these guys out. Light on the sugar. The name comes from, because they're Asian, they're, Asian desserts don't have as much sugar in them as Western desserts. Yeah. And so they're beautiful to look at. Like they have crepe cakes, you know, but you'll be able to have more flavors than just sugar. <laughs> Which go, go figure. Go check that out. Ramen Rumble coming back. Uh, this is something that the folks at Good Salt Group do over at Osprey Tavern and Sato Sushi. They're actually teaming up with Morimoto this year in Disney Springs. So they're moving it to Morimoto, uh, and it's going to be twice as many participating chefs this year, and the tickets are 80 bucks. That's on September 28th. We just wrote about it. Go check it out. Well, hopefully six bowls, because that's what you're getting. Uh, the... The D-Pack, not D-Pack, what are we calling it? The Thank you very much. They get mad. Do you remember when they first opened the issue of that statement? Do not call us D-Pack. I was like, I'll call you whatever I want to call you. (laughs) Unless you're paying me. (laughs) (laughs) They are they just instituted new COVID protocol. Yes. And so so you this is interesting. Everybody reported on this last but it's interesting how they did it. So you don't you don't have to be vaccinated. You just have to be negative of COVID is what they, they're saying. So you can either, either or. Yeah, you can yeah. you can show a negative COVID-19 test or in place of that, you can show that you're vaccinated. So it's ne- so this is how they're For getting people ar- over the age of 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is how and you still got to wear a mask and everything. But everybody this is how, yeah, over the age of two uh-huh. has to wear a mask. But this is how they're getting around the governor's. Uh, vaccine passport ban by saying you don't have to be vaccinated you just have to show that you don't have covid right and one way to show is that you're vaccinated or you get a a negative test it'd be interesting to see if people even do that right and then what like if someone shows up and they don't have it are they really gonna say no i think so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens happens. we were talking about it last night when we, we just went to go see that shang chi movie downtown oh how was the it new disney one it was good all right it was good but scotty had had a few beers and he started like talking poop. during the movie no like oh. well, yeah yeah because you can get buckets of beer ah which he did <laughs> and then he had things to say because when we were walking to the car uh we park over by by g-pack and there were multiple news crews covering it you know as a night story so they're like sir do you want to be on tv they and talk about it they're all off air and i was like what's the scoop What's the scoop, boys? <laughs> <laughs> and the anchors, the ladies didn't want to talk to me, but, but the camera guys always do whenever you see them. Yeah. Oh, something about COVID protocols. And it's like, oh, I got that email too. I know what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting because Patton Oswalt was trying to do something here in Florida. Yeah. Right? We should say that starts October 1st. I think. Starts October 1st. Yeah. yeah. And so this traveling comedian, Patton Oswalt, also an actor. Uh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille canceled all his Florida dates. Because and Utah dates. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was just Florida. I'm pretty sure it's both. Okay. Uh, when he when he had announced the Florida one, it was just Florida. So. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. But he, it's for his Who's Ready to Laugh tour. He cl- he claimed he canceled all Florida dates because Florida venues just were not complying with CDC guidelines and the things that he was putting in place to protect his guests. Uh-huh. And I assume it probably wasn't even the venues that were like, no, they're like, well, no, we can't because the governor says we can't. Yeah. I'm sure most of these venues would probably be okay with it, but they don't want to get $5,000 fines for, I don't know if it's every person or every instance. I have no idea. I don't know either. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, we're out of time, John. Oh, no. Thanks again for another another week. Talk to you guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, go to bundler.com. We'll see you guys next week.